0: WestCentral.com
1: Interesting stuff to talk about today. Here she is, Anthea Gardner, with her theme music. You know, every single week I get a brand new version of this from somebody. <laughs> it's the most popular song in the world, if you ask me.
2: She up some money so on
1: All right, Anthea is here this morning with a guest I've been uh, waiting to speak to for a very long time. His name is Charles Pettit. He is the uh, CEO of Stellar Capital. Um, and you've uh, you've run a, a bunch of, in fact, you had a distinction at one point, which I remember Anthea telling me about, of being the CEO of two listed companies at the same time. Great, How are you, Charles? Good, thanks, Gareth. Good, nice to see you. I've been wanting to talk to you for the longest time because I... Bought a bunch of stellar shares um, on Auntie's good advice a long time ago. They've done nothing but give me misery. <laughs> nothing, <Okay>. Charles. <laughs> yeah.
2: so, so, Charles, <laughs> we bought some before the rights issue, and then we mm. took up some more in the rights issue at two rand thirty, and they're now <laughs> trading at what one rand fifteen, one rand twenty, somewhere around there. I mean, I think at the time when 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 I advised, really, I bought into one like the management company, two um, the industrial sector that you were playing in, and then obviously. As management, I completely understand the metrics there. And the share price just kind of hasn't hasn't fulfilled my hopes, I guess, is yeah, the I, question. I mean, hang um, a
1: second, is this some sort of financial roast you brought this guy in no, for? Uh, no, 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 no. Two of you. Are First of all, <laughs> I, I wanted to know, I'm, I'm kind of interested in what the, the big picture is for Stella because, I mean, it seems to me there are a lot of very smart people involved in this business. There's a, there's a lot of um, really good b- businesses that you own in large part. Mm-hmm. And I think that it, it should just be doing a whole lot better than it is. Is it the market? Is it is it that you guys haven't yet done the things that you wanted to do? I'm just curious because it's sort of sitting there almost ready to fly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, look, I mean, I was I was chatting to Anthea beforehand. I think, um, uh, you, you
0: know, admittedly, I think for the last year, year and a half, we've had a very tough time with our share price. Um, but but strangely enough, I mean, you're, you're looking at a business now that the business is much better than it was a year ago. Um, or, or a year and a half ago uh, But a year and a half ago The share price was $2.30 And today it's $1.20 Or $1.15 uh, So you can buy businesses much better For effectively half the price So I think it You know like you say It's a screaming buy Sure uh, There's been a number of things That have, have played into The share price underperforming I think the major one Was was the timing of our investment it was to tour uh, So we made that investment Effectively at uh, just prior to the, the, you know, the the mining sector, sector collapsing and industrials coming under a lot of pressure. So, you know, from our perspective, we time. Towards
1: into- uh, heavy industrial equipment
0: and stuff, right? Yeah. So, towards essentially a distribution business, uh, but focused on the mining sector and the construction sector. Okay. Uh, but mining is sixty percent of the revenue, so so very very exposed to mining.
1: All right. Well, I mean, and, and- then, then aside from the question of timing, um, because I, I totally understand that. When when are we going to when are we going to see the next move in terms of either an acquisition or mm. any of those things? Because people are, are kind of curious about what the, the long-term plan might be. Yeah, well, it's, a, it's a funny thing because we, we, uh, you know, we're criticized
0: when we do acquisitions for being too active, and then we're criticized when we don't do act- acquisitions for not being active enough. Um, but I think, I think what's important is that last year we spent a billion rand on, on two new deals. Uh, so we acquired a business called and uh, We also acquired half of a business called Prescient. Uh, so those are the two businesses that are really the core of of our industrial and financial services strategies going forward. Um, so I think that you know really what we're asking now is that people sit back and and see the quality of the businesses we bought um, and actually see the impacts of those businesses. There, there will be more act- activity from our side, uh, but unlikely to be a large acquisition. That's not really what. What's and are happen you looking
2: to get? Um Earnings accretion from from Tor or from Prescient? Which is kind of your preferred play at the moment? Is that well, an unfair question? It's so like asking a parent which of its children it prefers.
1: Is the favorite, yeah. <laughs> well,
0: we obviously love them both, yeah. yeah. yeah but sure. um, no, no, it's a different, uh, very different types of businesses. You're going to get something different from both of them. So, from Prescient, what you're looking at is, is a very cash flow generative business uh, with good, consistent um, uh, growth prospects. You're talking a 15 to 20% a year growth business. Uh, with Tor, you're looking at a business that's more cyclical. So, so it kind of plays to the, to the, economy. Uh, but where there's a lot of upside. So as the economy turns, you know, you could see the business doubling and tripling in value, uh, which is unlikely to happen with Prescience. Um, but Tor is, you know, it could also be flat for a year. Uh, you Charles, know, year how has the
2: commodity price rally in the last year not helped Tor or the mining sector? How, how is that possible?
0: So it has helped. Uh, but, but what you see, the, the, there's a lag between commodity prices and activity. You know? So, uh, commodity prices started improving, miners started making more money, uh, but effectively they, they first used that money to repair their balance sheets, so pay down debt and, and strengthen their balance sheets. Uh, what you're starting to see now is, is they're starting to feel confident again, so the capex is coming through. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know a lot of our customers had capex freezers for a long period right. of time uh, those have been lifted and we're starting to see activity. so
1: Tor's actually trading very well uh, for the last three to four months uh, so we are starting to see the turnaround in tour already mm-hmm. I'm, I'm curious about uh, kind of your background and and um, it's always nice when we have uh, you know people who run businesses in here because we find out a little bit about where they come from and where you started mm-hmm. you want to give us a quick snapshot of that Sure, well, Can I
2: interject? Do You know that Ben and Charles were at school together.
1: You what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, what? Things turn out differently from there. You don't, look old, you don't look old enough to have gone uh, to school with Ben. Sure. Well, you were at the same. What are you at the same age? Yeah, we were at school together. So. Yeah, we were the same year. So, so he's yeah, just, a few months apart. Ben, you've aged badly. I know. <laughs> well, I keep saying this. It's his early mornings. Oh, okay. Uh, I wondered why you are standing up for him. Okay. Yeah. So what is the what is the how did you get into business and what did you start with? Uh, so yeah, so, so I, was, I started at school
0: with Ben, um, but but from a business persp- uh, perspective, I started. Um, I essentially started my own business when I was 28 uh, so, so, so I'd come back from London Where I was working in corporate finance mm-hmm. uh, I started my own corporate finance business At the age of 28 uh, Built that over a few years, sold it in 2012 um, uh, Used some of the money to buy a stake In a business called SA French Which was a, a bankrupt uh, a Listed crane hire company at the time Just hold on a second, you started your business in 2008 That was the worst possible time To start anything, right? Yeah, yeah It, was, it, it Brave was, of you well, I had, I had no choice. I couldn't find a job, <laughs> so I started my own business. Um, okay. Then I, I, so I, so I bought a stake in SA French, and we, we built that over two and a half years into Tor. So we did right. something like 25 acquisitions over two and a half years. Um, and then uh, 2015 reversed uh, my stake in, in Tor into seller and started building a bigger, more diversified business. So it was never my, my intention to be industrial long term, but I had a very interesting four years since in there. Um, but now focus on a more diversified
1: type uh, type business. When you talk mm. about diversified businesses, I'm always curious as to how how diverse you want it to be, because there's a there's a kind of a sweet spot where you've got enough of different sectors that you are able to see a a, a, a growth taking place a, across the whole lot. But there are always going to be some that outperform others, and there's some areas you just should not go if you are in. Mm. others, if you know what I mean. No, they're, they're almost diametrically opposed in terms of the, the kind of um, the value they provide.
0: Yeah, no, totally. I mean, I think you know, for us, we, we, we've, we said, look, we're focused financial services and industrial. Right. Uh, we, we, we like the fact that they give us a, something different. So uh industrial is is more cyclical but it gives you uh, you know very big upside when when it's going right and when the economy is expanding uh financial services typically higher margin more cash generative more consistent uh, so you get something different from the two so you get right. good cash flows good consistency and then big upside so we like we like the mix uh, and those are the two sectors that I understand and my team understands so we're not going to go beyond those sectors we're not going to go into mining or property or anything like sure. that uh, but there's enough diversity there to also give us a bit of downside
1: protection well that's kind of why we like mm. Stella. I mean, that's why Anthea is a, a cheerleader, really. I mean, and she doesn't stand up for a lot of shares. She tells us to get rid of stuff ASAP when she doesn't believe in it. But it, I do think, um, you know, this is why I'm curious about the business, because to me it seems like um, it seems like a business that really has massive potential. And and I do think that you've got a great team in, in place there as well, from what Anthea tells me.
0: Yeah, we've got a very good team. Um, I mean, the guys that are working with me have... have been with me through you know every single one of those businesses I mentioned a moment ago. Uh, we've got excellent shareholders. So, I mean, Chris Levese is an anchor shareholder of ours. Uh, he's been very supportive through this time. You know, it's been a tough time, but he's been provided a lot of counsel and support through through this period. Uh, so very good shareholder. Had the easiest time himself with some of his companies. Yeah, no, exactly. Yeah, uh, but but he's seen it all before. You know, so I don't think he's he's particularly worried. Um, so, so I think uh, you know. I think really for us, is the focus is long term. It has to be because hmm. I was mentioning to Ant- An- An- Anthea just now. The, I, th- I think the only consolation I can offer you is that I also invested at two and <laughs> Um but this is my only investment, so I don't have no, my, no, no. Uh, at um, least you have Advitech <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so, so I think we've got we've got very good shareholders, long term shareholders. Um, so the, the focus is on the businesses rather than the share price. And I think if we continue to uh, build the businesses, uh, you know, grow them effectively, um, and then over over time, start to do things I think that will demonstrate our confidence in the business like pay dividends, buy our shares back, uh, potentially sell some assets at, at premiums to what we're valuing them at. Right. Uh, I think the market will start to see what we're doing and they'll start to have more confidence in the share as well.
1: No, it sounds like it's a very good plan. Um, do, do you ever think about maybe... Buying people you went to school with uh, as slaves, uh, particularly <laughs> when, when they're not doing as well as you are. I mean, do you ever think about how much it would cost to actually make Ben work for I you, you? I totally forgot what a dick you actually are. <laughs> we, we, we had two weeks without you, and it was so nice. <laughs> you know what, uh, Charles? You've built this amazing uh, company. You what Ben's got? He's got a cat. <laughs> Uh, shows you uh, just by the way for anybody who's thinking well you know if you go to x school or y school you're guaranteed success well it's not true yeah no, no, ben is one of the great success stories of one book boys well yeah. in some ways yeah. he is i can understand that i don't think he's a moron i wouldn't want him working for me if he was um, yeah it, it is it's quite a, it's quite a cool story though for a, for a south african who's been in you know, global finance in London, and also during that time, that must have been a hell of a ride. Because were you there for the 2008 crash? Yeah, little, is that I, why you came back? Yeah,
0: basically. I mean, oh. I mean, when when I was finishing off in London was when when those Lehman Brothers uh, hedge funds went into liquidation. Did As you a, see those people leaving the buildings with their boxes <laughs> of stuff on the TV? On the TV? I know oh, that it, was me. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, no, we, Anthony it did. It was it was the beginning <laughs> of the financial crisis. So we, we you know we sat and we watched we watched the news and we watched the banks folding, um, and we saw in the market that. you you know, the private equity market that we were working in was it froze up overnight so the, the debt markets froze up uh so it was it was a very very fascinating time to you know to kind of be in the markets yeah
2: oh certainly yes the lessons you learn it's like it's incredible the, yeah. the sleepless nights you have
1: <laughs> yeah, no, yeah well i appreciate you coming to talk to us it's nice i know you had to wake up extra early this morning but you're probably no. the kind of person who gets a lot done in a day so yeah no i'm always up for this time so no there we go you see <laughs> There, are, there there's a good reason for us to keep waking up early in the morning. We might end up uh, running very big companies one day. Maybe even two of them at the same time. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> right. Thanks, so Charles. Pr- proof that it can be done. Thanks, Charles. Very good to meet you. Thanks, and you. thanks for coming in. Uh, so if you want to know more, you can obviously stay tuned to the money shot. And do you want to give us any, any updates quickly? I mean you haven't even uh, told us a thing about what's going oh, on. Oh I today.
2: don't really want to the market was, was down one right? yeah. exactly. and a half percent exactly. Yeah, but at least our CPI was came in a little bit lower than expected, or pretty much in consensus six point three. And what is going
1: on with this, Rand? $12.56 to the dollar. Well, well, our current account
2: deficit was much better than expected as well. So it really does look like we are almost turning the corner from an economic point of view. I mean, I I think people are struggling to explain the current account deficit. It looks like we've done um, a lot more exports, um, you know, stronger. rand. everything just has worked somehow um, in the last month or two. So yeah, so I, I think, barring kind of any huge political um, blunder, this this rand looks like it's going to stay strong for a while still. So so seriously, I'm I'm I really am looking at repositioning my portfolio at the moment. But you know, seventy percent of South Africans' top forty shares are actually rand hedge, and if I do that, then I'm probably going to be long more banks, more re- well, I'm hardly long retail, so I might buy some more retail shares. We'll see
1: Just by the way I thought Mm -hmm. of those people Who might have bought A whole lot of um, of, of Offshore assets And kind of uh, Foreign currency Just after Nenegate And I I, I wonder How they must be feeling now (laughs) That couldn't have been A good buy
2: But isn't that Always what happens The RAND blows out And then people Rush offshore And now When the RAND is strong uh, Everyone's probably Sitting on their hands
1: Alright, well thank you very much Anthea, thank you very much Charles. There's a little update with you, plus um, some inside info on what's, uh, what's on, on the cards for Stellar Capital and for Tor.
0: Cliffcentral.com.